Thank you for tuning in to A Greater Story with Sam Collier. We're calling this a radio podcast, a cool hybrid of talk radio and music. Real leaders, real talk, incredible stories. Thanks so much for tuning in to A Greater Story with Sam Collier. My name's Sam Collier, and I am here right now with, I would call him the Lecrae of Europe. Can I call you that? No. <laughs> I can't call you. Well, let me call. I love Lecrae, Okay. <laughs> Critically acclaimed hip-hop sensation. Some people say he's a Christian hip-hop artist. Some people say he's positive. But there's no labels for him. We just met. And it's just been amazing. Governor B is the name. How you doing, man? I'm good, bro, man. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Man, of course, man. This is just incredible. I, I told you last night, I didn't know there was a lot of black people in life. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't know. What you need to tell them is you are in a very nice area <laughs> of London that doesn't represent the whole of London. Right. But there's black people in yeah, London. Yeah, and they yeah. all live in my house. No, yeah. <laughs> well, man, it's a truly honor to have you on, man. Listen, we kick off the show every time with a song. You got a new record out right now with Andy Mineo. Throw that song for me. So this song is Governor B and Andy Mineo. It's called Keeping It Moving. We filmed it in Europe. Check it out. We'll be back. Costa's house. House. Was it in his house? Yeah. I'm more of a hotel. <laughs> I just feel like he just kept going up and up and up. And uh, a guy named Brad Lominick, who's he's one of the reasons I'm over here in London. He does a lot of things in the States. And um, he said, man, you know who that, have you know him over there? 
I said, who? Are you talking about the black guy over there? He was like, yeah, that's the dude. He said, he's like, he was on the stage with Matt Redman and, mm-hmm. you know, we're at the LC19 conference out here, um, which was at, what's the name of the hall it was at? Royal Albert. Hall. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. Um, I was like, no, I don't know him. Did you hear him? He's like, no, I didn't hear him. I'm like, who is he? So then I got on my phone. I started Googling. I'm like, this dude's famous. I mean, what is happening? Come to find out, you know, just through conversation, you know, the whole Reach Records guys. Obviously, you got a record with Andy Minio. Mm. And man, you're just, you know, I, you, you're not going to say it. I'll say it for the folks over in the States. You're kind of running the hip hop positive scene over here, man, in mm. Europe. How did this happen? Take Like, take me from Little Gov yeah. up to where you are now, man. So my parents, born in Ghana, and yeah. came over to London in their mid-20s and had me and my younger brother. Yeah. Now, they were always playing music in the house, but it was like Motown, it was Luther Vandross, yeah. the Jacksons, Tina Turner, etc. Um, but also like the Kurt Franklin, the Mary Mary, and we were going to church at the same time. That's right. So as I got older, I started to get into hip-hop, hmm. but it was like Nas, Jay-Z, 50 Cent, those guys. Yeah. But then what was happening in London in the part that I was from is we were starting to get some pride in our own music yeah. so there was like UK culture coming through with UK hip hop and, and grand music and I was a part of it so I started yeah. to rap in the playground we were battle rap on the playground yeah so <laughs> just saying some not very nice things about people's mothers and stuff like that um, but when I became a Christian at 15 my youth leader heard one of my songs on MySpace you remember mm. MySpace oh right? yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah, and he said yo you're, you're saying some, some not very nice things here and it doesn't match up with your faith so he challenged me huh. gave me a, a Jafia Life CD a Lecrae CD and the Truth CD oh man shout out to so, the Truth man I'm listening to this music thinking wow like there's people that are rapping and talking about their faith and it, it doesn't sound cheesy hmm. so let me try it and then it just kind of went from there man what? yeah so how do you go from that to how old were you at the time? When that? Uh, so when I actually started to take it seriously, I was seventeen. Okay, and how old are you now? Can I? Ask? Oh yeah, no, sure. I'm gonna be thirty this year. Oh my god! Depending on when this comes out, but yeah, <laughs> I'm thirty, man. It'll come out this year. Yeah, that's the first time I said that, man. I'm sorry. I feel like I need to take five and reflect on it. <laughs> I'm becoming 30 this year. I just turned 30 last year. So All right, it, cool. it, you don't look too bad, so I'm Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, it was a thing. I was like, man, I'm not in my 20s anymore. I'm yeah. like, it's crazy. You know, it starts, the, the weight started slowing down. I'm like, I yeah, gotta get yeah. the gym more. I, I feel good, though. I feel good. Well, so. you're on stage all the time. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So, take, so, how did you go from um, the truth and Lecrae at 17 to on YouTube now you get videos at 11 million and songs with Minio yeah. and touring Sweden and yeah. France Europe I mean how that think happen my parents are very hard workers mm. and they made a lot out of nothing so mm. even when my mum and dad were working like two jobs each didn't really have loads of money they made it go a long way and they taught us the value of hard work mm. if you put something in my mum's hand or my dad's hand they'll multiply it. That's just naturally how they think. Yeah. So I think I took that trait from them and I just thought, there's no one really doing this here. I see what's happening over in America. I feel like it could happen over here and young people can get touched by the music. Hmm. So I'm just going to go out and do it myself. And people are going to look at me like, yo, this is weird. And right. what are you talking about? No one's really <laughs> saying this. But I really believe in this. Um, and I think just working hard, going to the studio, making mistakes, putting in my 10,000 hours, and God just breathing on it, 
was able to just open different doors for me. And when those doors open, I'm ready because I've worked hard for it and I've prepared for it. So uh, I didn't. I don't really have the like Mike Todd was saying yesterday about striding, not mm-hmm. striving. I think that is my nature, really, not to just walk in the door and say, "Yo, I'm here." Yeah. Less work, but it's just to work hard in the secret, and when those opportunities come, make the most of them. Goodness gracious! So, take me to a moment or the moment when you knew, all right, something's happening. Yeah, that's easy. So, <laughs> my youth leader challenged me to record an album yeah. for my youth group. Yeah. Um, so I was in the studio grinding, recorded this album, mm-hmm. and there's 80 people in my youth group. Yeah. And on the night of the album launch, 900 people turned up. What? So I'm on stage expecting for there to be 80 people right. go up and there's nearly a thousand. What and that's in when the I world? first thought, yo, <laughs> like, this is mad. So yeah, that was the first realization that something was happening a lot bigger than I had ever imagined, you know? So, I mean, how did, did you market that date or? Yeah. So I had an just album Just MySpace. Out. Yeah. On yeah. MySpace. Literally MySpace. But back then MySpace was like, Spotify right. now you feel right me? it so, was the joy right yeah, 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 um, yeah and then you had like your top friends your 12 top yeah. friends if someone's not in your top friends they get upset with you that kind of stuff right, right. Um, you have what 10 slots it yeah, was like yeah, 10 yeah, slots yeah. that's right that's right so after that show mm-hmm. where everyone turned up um, I started to perform in different spaces and there's a big rapper out here a mainstream guy called Tiny Temper mm. and his manager was at one of the shows and he put me on a tour and then it just went from there man what? Yeah. But it's all... Everything that's happened has just been random opportunities. Like, God's mm. just moved different pieces of the puzzles at the right time. I've met... Like, yesterday. I don't know you from anywhere. You don't know me. Right. We're at Ken Costa's house. Right. We randomly have a conversation. And today I'm on your TV show. Right. Like, <laughs> stuff like that kept happening. You feel me? So, yeah. Yeah, God's yeah. in it, man. The fate is favor on you. Yeah. Like yeah, 100. So... Um, talk to me about the hip hop scene in London because I just from the outside looking in, yeah. I'm in America. Yeah. Again, I'm like, oh, it's a lot of black people in London, right? <laughs> yeah. It's minorities. I had no idea. Um, from the outside looking in, it's like, okay, it's kind of foreign to us. We don't yeah. really know unless you're like Lecrae or Reach Records yeah. and you're in the hip hop scene worldwide. Yeah. Then you really don't know how you know what to make of it. How, paint that mm. landscape for us. Um, so first of all in the UK hip hop music and grime is is probably the number one genre at the moment in terms of hip hop and what? so grime is our version of hip hop so it's not just a genre of music but it's street culture as well called gram gram am I saying it wrong? gram so g-r-i-m-e grime music g-r-i-m-e Grime? Yeah, grime. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Sorry. I'm going to play you some grime songs right, right. after. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's like basically UK street yeah. music. Okay. And Everybody it's like faster in. tempo. So it's like 140 beats per minute. That's yeah. like our sound. 140? Yeah, 140. Oh my gosh. So it's like, like 120 sick. in the state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So it's a vibe. Um, so it's massive now. Um, hmm. And there's a huge market for it. But I guess where America's so far away from here and you guys already have like the Drakes the Travis Scotts the Lecrae's you're not really looking for like what's new all the time Mm. but over here in Europe there's like a self-sustaining self-sufficient scene that artists that are hip-hop artists grime artists they're selling out 
5,000 cap venues, the O2 arenas, what? all that kind of stuff. So it's bubbling. Now, on the faith side of things, something really interesting is happening because before, if you were a Christian and you mm. rapped, you were put in this like Christian hip hop box. That's right. But now you've got artists like Stormzy and, and Chance the Rapper and Kendrick Lamar that are talking about their faith. So a lot more of like the mainstream radio stations are open to hearing about faith. So people are able to go outside of the four walls of the church and make an impact, which is really exciting, man. Mm. But yeah, I'm gonna put you onto a few artists. That's what man. I'm saying. I need yeah. I need you to like put me on. I need yeah, to know I will, what's going man. on. I will. Um, sometimes the accent is a barrier. Yeah, for Americans, but yeah, you lot speak our language, it's English. You get me? So uh, <laughs> I'm back in UK all the way. You feel me? That's what I mean, man. This is this is just wild. Like my mind is just being blown. I feel like people from the UK are like laughing at me right yeah. now. I'm like, nah, you're good. You're good. Graham, Graham. Yeah. it's understandable though. Like American music's been massive for so long, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. I'm proud of the UK. I think it will get to that point. Um, and yeah, we're doing our thing. So, if I could turn a corner for a second, hopefully it's not too dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to know about this. Mm. Um, in the States, we have a, you know, there's a couple of things happening with police brutality. Yeah. With, um, some people would say that it is the most polarizing time um, in America around race mm. since the 60s. Wow. Which I'd say, yeah. um, I've, I've been able to be friends with Martin Luther King's daughter for a long time. Wow. Which has been just one That's of the incredible. greatest honors of my life. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I would say it's really not as, it's really better than what it was, mm. but because of the rise of social media, Facebook, Twitter, mm. all that, now anybody sitting anywhere, can they can just put their opinion yeah, out there. of course. And so now we're just talking about what was already there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're healing, but it's just a little bit more messy. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. What, what, you know, because some people from the outside looking in go, man, you know, we got a race problem in America. There's not a race problem in the UK. Or, you know, what is that like here? Is that is that anywhere? I mean, yeah. there, are there barriers you have to break down? Is there things you have to... 100%. I think it's a different kind of issue hmm. because with police brutality and the power of social media now and things getting captured on video, it's hmm. a lot more blatant to see the discrimination. Hmm. Um, so police over here they don't even carry guns unless they're like special forces yeah, near yeah. Buckingham Palace or whatever the issue over here is um, I'd call it subtle racism or hmm. barriers to entry for example so let's take the knife crime issue that we have in the UK at the moment where a lot of young people are stabbing each other and killing each knife other knife crime yeah that's just crazy man no it's mad but in the UK amongst the media it's sometimes perceived as a black problem Hmm. But proportionately, there's a lot less black people that commit knife offences across the UK. Hmm. But because of how the media portray young black males, they're the ones that are often feared the most when it comes to that issue. So hmm. I think um, the conditioning, the, the media, the perception of black individuals isn't blatant, but it's just subtle racial undertones, which I think sometimes it's a lot more difficult to do it because you can't point it out and say you're being racist or this is... Hmm. Whereas if you see a police officer being directly prejudiced to someone using physical force, you can point it out and say, yo. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a different kind of issue, but we do face it just in a different way. Mm. Would you say that as a black man, would you call yourself a black man? I just want to 
Yeah, man. I just want to, because some, in some circles, you know, we're African American and American. Uh, right, some, yeah, yeah. I don't want to offend. Yeah. Um, but as a black man in Europe, with your, with the rise of your career, have you had to navigate any of the racial barriers to overcome or to succeed? Yeah, I have. Um, but for me, I, I see it as a privilege because mm. a lot of the people over here don't necessarily understand that what they're doing could be discriminatory or or racist or come across a certain way. Um, there's a lot of ignorance, but it doesn't come from a bad place. So mm. I feel like God's put me in a position where I'm not just in black communities, but I'm in predominantly white spaces with the opportunity to inform people. Mm. Um, and I think that's a privilege rather than walking into places saying this should be like that and this shouldn't be I feel like actually God's saying no like these are my people I love them and sometimes it's like forgive them they don't know what they do and it's mm. your job to help inform these people so yeah I guess it's a privilege it does get frustrating at times of course because sometimes you see you're putting in the same amount of work as another person but you get blocked at a certain area because there's just this um, subconscious bias towards a white individual or whatever um, but yeah ultimately I see it as a privilege Good Lord, man. Um, as we round third base a little bit here, mm. talk to us about, I mean, first of all, I want to say, all of our American listeners are just, we're, they're probably just on the edge. <laughs> I just want to say that because we, this is the first guest I think I've had that is from across the water, man. Yeah. And at, so it's, just, it's a great honor. It's a great privilege. Um, yeah, same, man. And, but I know there's probably some folks that are already fans of you that are listening as well. Mm. Help us understand what the Christian, I don't even want to say marketplace, but Christian dumb in Europe is like. Is it, is Christianity popular here? Is it, mm. are, you know, when you, are minorities getting into it? Or is it just a white religion per se? Yeah. Or is it, you know, what is that like? Do, do people want to get in? Is it kind of shunned upon, you know? Yeah. That to us. There's, there's so many different parts to, to that story. I think ultimately the thing that's popular at the moment is, is hope. Because mm. the world is just a really sad and depressing place at the moment in the UK. I don't know if you know much about what's happening um, politics-wise, but we're in the process. Um, we're in the process of leaving the European Union, and that has divided a lot of people. Wow. There are some people that think that we should stay in there because we should open our borders and be welcoming to people from different nations and stuff. Other people think we should leave because of I don't know so many other reasons, but. Yeah. That's dividing a lot of people. It's not a smooth wow. process. In addition to that, you've got the, the crime issue. And I don't know, there's just a lot of things that we need hope for. Hmm. And because of that, I feel people are searching. Now, in terms of Christianity, I feel like the people that I talk to love the idea of a saviour that's, <laughs> that's bigger than our situations. Yeah. But we don't always love the idea of sacrifice. Mm. Um so I guess grace is really popular at the moment <laughs> but truth not as much to answer your question um, and then you've got the other side of some of my friends who are from similar backgrounds don't agree that we have like a, this depiction of a white Jesus and it's a white man's religion a, um, connection to slavery and all that kind of stuff mm. working that stuff out as well so there's people on, on different sides but ultimately I think hope is really popular so people are open to faith um, but I'd just love to see more discipleship I guess and people talking about the real tough questions and mm. saying that even if I haven't got the answers I'm not going to be um, afraid to talk about this wow man 
Um, I guess my last question is a little bit um, of a sidebar. Okay. What's Matt Redman like? <laughs> he's um, he's great, man. So my own kind of, I guess, insecurity mm. is because of the different spaces I operate in. Yeah. And I'm doing quite well with what I do. Sometimes I feel like I can't brought into situations as a token or to tick the diversity box. That's or, right. But um, with Matt, man, he has a genuine heart to see people from different backgrounds, mm. different class systems unite. And he's one of the most generous people that I've, I've ever met. So about 18 months ago, my dad passed away pretty suddenly. And that was like... What? A, yeah, it was a super difficult time for me. And Matt was just like a... A big brother, man. Really there, really helpful, and his whole family really supportive. So I've got nothing but great things to say about him. Just genuinely generous and, mm. and great guy. I've also got some funny voice notes of him trying to do rap remixes for some of my songs. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm allowed to share. Right. But yeah, he's great, man. Well, man. And I, the king of the yeah. dad joke. If you want a dad joke. He, got, he has dad jokes? Yeah, what's the one he said to me yesterday? <laughs> ah, no, I have to remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, did you know? <laughs> Don't do this. Dude. That diarrhea is hereditary. No, it runs in your genes. <laughs> I didn't think that was funny, but that's an example of a Matt Redman bad joke. <laughs> I'm laughing at how corny it was. Exactly. Right. It's mad. I got another one for you. Um, All right, what more? What more? Why did the chicken? He told me this one, yeah? Uh, yeah. Why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know. Why did he cross the road? To get to the idiot's house. Knock knock. Who's there? It's the chicken. What? So you're the idiot. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's, that's these kind of jokes. You'll be like... But yeah, Matt's great, apart from these jokes. Well, man, I have to agree with Matt, man, in terms of... <laughs> not on the joke side, <laughs> but on the belief... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...in you. I've just mm-hmm. had, you know, all night I was looking up your stuff, watching what you're doing... And man, it's I gotta say, man, you are a true inspiration. Thank you. Man. Worldwide. Yeah. And I'm excited um, to put some of our listeners on what you're doing in the States. Mm. Hopefully you can come over soon. Yeah, no, I'd love to. I was right? recently over in Nashville and Atlanta, so I'm gonna I'm gonna come back, man. We need you over there more, man. Yeah, we will, need your voice. I'll try my best. I'm gonna give you a shout when I do. Listen, can you pray for us? Yeah, hundred percent. We'll man. be done. Cool, man. Thank you. So uh I've never actually prayed on TV before. Do you keep your eyes open or your eyes shut? Okay, we close our eyes. <laughs> right, cool, man. It might be weird if you. I'm gonna open my eyes actually. Okay. Nah, joking. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord, uh, thank you for yeah. the fact that you can connect people from different sides of the world. It's um, all for your glory, Lord, and pray for every listener right now, everyone watching this screen, um, yeah. whatever they've taken from this interview. I pray that Lord, you would water that seed and in their lives just give them whatever they need to to find purpose fulfillment and satisfaction in you Father Lord God show us who you've truly created us to be and continue to speak to us and afford us the privilege to inform other people about how you want us to do life Mm. in your mighty name we pray Amen Amen thanks so much for tuning in to A Greater Story with Sam Collier and my new friend Governor B make sure you listen to his new records Go follow him. And remember this, when your story connects to God's story, it leads to a greater story. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, man. You the man. Talk to you soon. Thanks, man.
time God I've done stack rhymes If you never had a clue but a fact fine And yeah I got a crew no gang signs But I'm praying the crew never capsize Whatever the weather I'm on that grind No trap line, just a rap guy I gotta get it together it's been a mad time Ain't been the same since my dad died I've been anti, I've got struggles too Caught off guard, heart cutting too I'm in a car with his CD running shoots He told me you love me, I love him too And I don't really know what to do My heart broke that day in a hospital God puts the use, what he puts us through But it's hard sometimes trying to trust the fruit I'm a man of the house trying to hold it down My brain's a mess when I stroll around I wanna try my best, but I don't know how That dad's in heaven, I wanna make him proud I wanna raise the roof, I wanna shake the ground But I can't forget that he ain't around I'm skipping sleep, cause my thoughts are loud But I'm digging deep, trying to sort it out Ups, I've had downs, I've been stuck, I've come round I don't just thank God in a good time blood I thank him when it goes south Cause Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday Them days might go great But if Friday, Saturday, Sunday ain't Just know that I still thank him every day Where were you when I crashed my car? I was 21 driving home from Hackney Black, black whip, riding the back streets Music blasting, probably a rap beat Started snowing, it was a mad thing. Car skidded and driven into a factory Badly, Cat D, family Where were you when I had no peace? I had no self-esteem and I had no dreams Raised in a belly of the beast Doors were shut, we never had no keys Trash dip city in the east Cars couldn't get them on a lease Everybody beefs, drugs they sell them on the streets Family, where were you when I lost my faith? I lost my self-belief and I lost my way I woke up, couldn't stop my pain Tears I cried, couldn't wash my face It's like they locked that cage Couldn't stop that rain It came pouring down and it blocked my lane Family, where were you when my ups? I've had downs, I've been stuck, I've come round I don't just thank God in no good times blood I thank him when it goes south Cause Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday Them days might go great But if Friday, Saturday, Sunday ain't just know that I still thank him every day Listening to a greater story with your host, Sam Collier. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave a five star review. A greater story with your host, Sam Collier. Distributed by American Urban Radio Networks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.